Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mushroom Kingdom, here we come. Good morning, video games. Welcome to Filthy Casuals, a podcast about video games hosted by three very kind and extremely knowledgeable boys. Thank you very much for joining us. My name is Tommy Dasselo and with me as always... Hey guys, uh, guess... Guess whose voice I'm doing? Oh, okay. uh, Garfield. It's clearly this fantastic, iconic character. Roger Ramjet. It's me doing... Guys. <laughs> Is it Roger Ramjet? No. It's it's Mr. Mario. Oh. <laughs> I hadn't heard anything like that on the internet. <laughs> <laughs> What's the internet? My name's <laughs> Bevanel. I didn't say my name. Mm. Uh, I'm not Mr. Mario. It's... Or Chris Pratt. No, yeah, and you never will be, and that's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I IMO. agree. Yeah, I agree. It's very so. Obviously, the Mario. Th- it's been a week since the Mario thing yep. with the Mario trailer, We've and we didn't talk to, about it last week. To, to process it, mm-hmm. to time to grieve. Yep. Quick, easy processing to get done because, like, he mm. would have been, he would have gotten away with it, I reckon, if yeah. he had never said that thing of like, "You're not going to believe what I'm doing with this voice." That's yeah, c- yeah, that's correct. Because I watched the trailer, and then I was saying to someone. Who was it that had that quote? And they were like, it was Chris Pratt himself. Chris and Pratt. I was like, good one. And then looked it up and it's like, yeah, it's unlike anything you've ever heard. Yeah. And there's something that's like, it's really going to blow people away. Mushroom oh. Kingdom, and here we come. It's literally yeah. just his voice. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> just his he's, straight he's, up talking he's, voice. He's putting a little pepper on it. He's doing the Rocket Raccoon voice, basically. Yeah, exactly. Right? Yeah. He, it's based on, from his other show. Based on that quote and then what the performance is. He should be locked up. Like, yeah. if you think that performance is worth a quote like that, you have lost all touch on reality. I can, I, 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 I reckon it'll sound more distinct with different. You know, the more lines you hear from it, there is no. Also that's crazy because he, he's because you can hear there's a curve he's putting on it. He's doing a bit of a New York mushroom hey, kingdom. Guys. Here we come. Like he, he also me. does not speak very much in yeah. the chat. So that's the th- I think the more you get of it, the more it'll seem like oh he's doing a voice. I'm not saying that voice will be like oh it's justified. It's not going to blow us away. No, no but it, I, don't I, I don't think it is just his voice. Right to to give the man the credit he is due. Which is you tried real hard and barely did anything. He, I mean, yeah. he is. I mean, but even just saying like it's it's more than just his voice. It's like yeah, but he's acting. It's yeah. like when you're in a role, sure. you're not. You know what I mean? Like you're not talking as yourself anyway. Yeah. yeah. Well, but you might not put on a whole different voice yeah. every time. Certainly but like, not if you're Chris Pratt. He's pretty much always himself, right? Like he yeah. oftentimes he's never really acting. He can be army Chris Pratt or like it's the same guy somewhere in between soldier to goofball. He's mm. somewhere on that spectrum most of the time, though. I think he's always halfway in the middle of that spectrum. This is a man who doesn't remember Zero Dark Thirty for 11 <laughs> seconds whilst Chris Pratt is in yeah, it. Yeah, Moneyball. No, he's the same guy. He's just had a bad day. I don't this remember Moneyball. Because like, remember, if this had been you know, around the era of like early Parks and Recreation. Oh, yeah. You know, we'd be like, 
oh, cool, the, you know, the goofy, shitty boyfriend from that. Right, yeah. He's a funny actor. That's not the word, you know, it doesn't really scream Mario to me. Mm. But he's a funny guy. Yeah. That'll be a funny performance to, you know, fast forward to like now what we all think of Chris Pratt. And it's like, so this trailer was presented inside of a little mini Nintendo Direct. Yes. Um, Well, that's, I was going to say, like, I think he should be locked up based on the way he talked about this movie. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, so... Miyamoto comes in. He's very excited. Oh. He kind of sets up that we're about to see, a, you know, a bit of the film for the first time. And then he throws to Chris Pratt. Um, no, he throws to Chris Sun, head of Illumination Studios. You're, you're very correct. Thank yes. you. Yes. Who yeah. he does. Yeah, he didn't. I mean, he didn't really add all that much. He also he looked like he kind of didn't understand how to present to camera a little bit. Yeah. He was a bit like, he seemed like he wasn't that excited. I don't know. Maybe I'm. He did seem like a weird. I mean, he seemed like a weird person to be talking about this movie Mm. and getting people amped up. Yeah. So then he throws to Chris Pratt. That's right. Who just gave the most bullshit, like, (laughs) into the camera, like, him being like, yeah, I remember playing Mario back in the arcades. And then, of course, it came out on the Nintendo Entertainment System. (laughs) And I must have played it for years. Years. (laughs) Really? It's just like. I None dipped in that. and out of it for about 10 years. <laughs> yeah. Not really ever like, yeah. He just gave this like rambling. Like, Is he old enough to really have gone in on the arcades either? He's uh, not, he can't be like that much older than us. He'd be in his 40s. Really? Yeah. But when you, you when you got that Hollywood Arnold Schwarzenegger family I money, guess. Yeah. You, get to, you get to nip and tuck I guess. a little bit. If he's like 40 even, that's, I don't know, that it's seems a, a little bit, young. It's like... Of all the things about Mario that people, you know, love and like any big fan of Mario, like the... the 43. Okay. 21st of June, 79. Okay. Okay, so the late 80s, he's in the arcades having a, yeah. having a slap of the old uh, Mario you, Brothers game. You get a US 7-Eleven, a Californian 7-Eleven yeah. with, a, with a Mario Brothers in the corner. Okay. And Chris Pratt would have looked at it twice and then wedged a kid and given him, gotten his money off of him, I reckon. That's right. And then run away. But when he ran away, he was like, that Mario game was pretty cool. <laughs> no, I don't buy it. You know what I think? I don't he, buy it either. You know what I think's <laughs> happened here? Because it's like... No one who loves Mario cites the arcade game as the as the peak point of Mario. That, right. I yeah. think what he's done is he's just gone on like the Wikipedia and right. gone, okay, what's the first? I'm surprised he, you know, if he was like, since he was Jumpman yeah. back in the original Donkey Kong, but literally <laughs> yeah. it's like, what's the first appearance of him? And been like, this will make me sound legit. Mm-hmm. Rather that, you know, real heads are going to know. That I, you know, rather than just go straight to the NES platform, I, I think that's exactly what happened. Or his PR, like someone from PR, yeah, was like, "Look, just touch on these things, make it sound legitimate." I'm sure he would have played, you know, Mario games. Yeah, of I think it, well. it doesn't yeah. blow my mind that anyone would have ever played Mario. <laughs> yeah. But it is. You could tell is... me Ronald Reagan had played Mario, and I'd be like, he probably did. Yeah, but it's this like classic thing of like, you know, there was the stuff about um, Henry Cavill when he was cast in The mm. Witcher. This like right. need to sort of show that you are so into the game. It's like, oh, it's an honour to be voicing Crash Bandicoot because the number of wet dreams I've had about him over the... It's just like, I don't really care. I don't care yeah. if you love the game or not. And I think Henry Cavill is legit. Mm. And you can tell. He, like, Twitch streams and stuff. or you know, He yeah. builds his own PCs and, mm. and all that sort of stuff. But this, this really did feel like a bit of a spiel. And then he passes it off to someone who couldn't be more authentic. And now we're talking. Yeah. The great man, Jack Black. Yeah. Um, all of a sudden, and just Chris Pratt weirdly again for such a like famous guy, he just 
he just seemed like he couldn't. It was like this was the best take you had of you mm. doing this. Mm. Seemed like such a stilted delivery. Down Maybe the that's like innate yeah. to the format of the Nintendo Direct because I don't think anyone who's ever been in one of those <laughs> has been yeah. able to like really give it a bit of the razzle dazzle. Also, yeah. selfie camera. He yeah. was filming it himself. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah, this yeah. is this is huge. That's crazy to Just me. Just get yeah. someone to film you. Yeah. That's nice I don't to know. Me. That's a lot of actor stuff. I don't know. It, it doesn't really could, like that. Always happens. Like the number of things where, like you know, Jim Carrey's winning an award and he's filming himself on the toilet. That's yeah, true. But he's he's wacky. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Pratt's wacky. You just don't like him. No, yeah. I mean, also the overall thing about all this stuff that we're talking about is literally like. Yeah, just show us the track. Like, why have yeah, we got to yes. have four different people That's talk about the movie? Like, yeah. I don't need The Rock to show up holding an energy drink that he's also <laughs> yeah. getting paid for to tell me about Black Adam. Like, just, you can, <laughs> yeah. they're big an actor. Big Shiggy, and then straight in. Right? Yeah. He's the guy. Yeah. He did play Mario in the arcades. And, yeah. When he, he was a young boy. Yeah. And he presented Exploring well. the forest. <laughs> he, yeah, yeah he he's good. done that for I loved, years. Um, yeah. But, yeah, I loved uh, Jack Black, you know, immediately lights up the screen. Yeah. He's a... Uh, I just loved that we had a Nintendo Direct where there were references to Gene Simmons from Kiss. <laughs> yes. I thought that was awesome. Yes. He's talking about how he's been training for the role of Bowser for his whole life, mm-hmm. which again, it's like, all right, this I'm, I'm pretty into this. Yeah. I always love any any form of JB. Mm-hmm. So then we get the, I don't know, I mean, I don't know if you'd even really call it a trailer. It was just kind of like yeah. two, little, two kind of little bits of the film sort of stitched together. There was no kind of like cutting around. There was heaps of it that we... We saw actually very little of like the the world and the characters. Mm. It was just basically one big long extended scene of Bowser's kind of airship thing turning up to little penguin palace thing, and mm-hmm. you're getting a bit of Jack Black coming out and you know. And I thought he sounded good as Bowser. I thought he sounded yeah, great. Yeah, yeah. He he did a genuine voice. He mm. he fully. He's, he's lowering a bit and yeah. all of that. I, he's growling it up. Yep, he's into it. He's having a good time. Yeah, uh, and then we get a little bit of um. Yeah, Mario turning up in Mushroom Kingdom. Bit of um, Toad. Bit of Toad. Which is, is that... Uh, Keegan-Michael Key? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I yeah. like the Toad performance. And then is he Toad pitched right. up or something? I couldn't tell that was him or is he just doing a voice? I get the impression he's probably doing a voice. Yeah. yeah. I thought that performance was good. That sounded like a Toad. And then, yeah. yeah, the Chris Pratt voice is just, yeah, straight up. Not much not much sauce on it, but hard to tell. Yeah. I reckon it'll... It, it'll Seem like there's more sauce when we hear him talk a bit more. Yeah, and it was just light on the on the the dialogue for this, but there won't be enough sauce still. Yeah, and it'll be like oh that. But I also don't know, and I think you said this maybe in our Facebook thing of mm. like, what do you fucking do with a Mario voice? Because the right. one that he's got in the games doesn't work for a movie. Because if he's going, you know, Yawawahoo. Well, I I said that I just don't like that voice. It's never been the one I think of. I think of him as either kind of a mute. Or the Bob Hoskins, you know, right. Right. hey, I'm actually an Italian uh, New York uh, plumber here. And, you know, which I guess Chris Pratt is doing a very light version of that. I think that would make, because like, that's a very like n- sort of 90, mid 90s onwards Mario uh, ignoring yeah. view of it. You know yeah. what I mean? Because yeah. it was like Mario 64, I think, was the first time he had that Charles yep. Martinet voice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so that's that's the point of view of Mario that someone who grew up in the Seven Elevens playing mm. Mario in the arcades, I guess, would have of it of that New Yorker. Yeah. Hey, we don't know who the fuck this guy is. Yeah. yeah. Oh. Yeah. Hey, and, he, and here's his brother Luigi. Oh, okay. We saw like two seconds of Luigi at the end. Hey, yeah, not like voice away. though, right? We didn't. No. That was it. We got Bowser. 
we got a bit of Toad and a tiny bit of Mario. Yeah, and that was and it. A, a um, weird little, yeah, a weird little stuck-on thing of yeah, Luigi running away yeah. from some dry boneses. Mm. And Mario didn't seem like he was from the Mushroom Kingdom or something. He right. seemed blown away by these big mushrooms. Mm. Yeah, which I don't. That, that element I don't because that's kind of the plot of the <laughs> of the Boboski. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> if they just straight up are remaking that, that's very funny. I'm yeah. okay with that, honestly. Like They're doing a reverse Sonic, right? Where in the movie he right. came from oh, Sonic yeah. World to the real world. Homer yeah. goes 3D. Yeah. yeah. You know what I find funny is that they, it is a relief to see that the model of right. him is generally on on model for what it is in the games. Mm-hmm. I was worried that it would be very like Illumination were just able to put on their like DreamWorks-y raised eyebrow kind of stuff. Oh, sure. Which is, his eyes are animated a bit more than what they would be in the games. But generally speaking, they've kept him on model. Except for the fact that, and I've, this is such a weird change to make, the little shirt that he has under his overalls has a little collar <laughs> instead right. of it just being a little T-shirt, oh. which is such like a pointless <laughs> detail to change. It's yeah. odd because Bowser looks the same yep. and then Mario has like a bit of a wider face and like this strange sort of definition in his hair that does make him look a bit odd to me. And I think I've seen people point this out and like initially it was all about the butt, the lack of a butt, mm. but what it it's is... It's still all about the butt as far as I'm concerned. <laughs> <laughs> it's... It's like a almost normal proportioned body with a giant head on top. Yes, right. Like it, like it's been slimmed down. But if you look at it like that, it's like, oh, it's kind of like a stocky guy. But his head is a is a Funko right. Pop, like a comedy poster from like 2012, yeah. where someone would be little body leaning forward towards the camera, big head. Exactly, yeah, yeah. you know that type. He's he's always in that perspective. He's yeah. always like questioning everything. He's always, always got to, one eyebrow <laughs> up. About to like, get real. Mm. So yeah, I don't know. I didn't hate the look of Mario or anything like that. No, um, I I don't know it. The tone of it, and I've never seen like a Despicable Me or a Minions or any any of those Illumination movies. Mm. It was a bit more childish, even than your Sonics and stuff like that. Yeah, it did. The little bits of kind of humor in it were a little like yeah of the ilk of like an Illumination thing, and it's a weird one because like I know that yeah it's a kid. On the one hand, you can just go like yeah, well it's a child's movie. Mm-hmm. But in a weird way, it's sort of, I mean, A, we are living in a time where there's movies get made that are ostensibly for kids that are still great for, you know, still have lots in them for adults. Like Pixar makes stuff that right. is like, you wouldn't even necessarily say that they are for kids. They are just kind of for everyone. Yeah, they're family films. Yeah. yeah. And this is going to be a movie that like, there is no straight up six-year-old who like, this is coming across their desk and they're begging their parents to take them. And this the is parent- not a straight up six-year-old if they've got a desk. <laughs> yeah, something appears in the uh, in their inbox on yeah. their desk. They rifle through their... You know, yeah. I didn't get Goo-goo- the memo, which is them trying to say mother. <laughs> yeah. Goo Gaga at hotmail.com. Is it, like, Hotmail? <laughs> what, yeah. child, what age is this kid? Yeah, I don't know. They're, they're a time traveller. Yeah. Um, I mean, we're pretending that we're kids, essentially. Yeah, yeah. this isn't like a, a kids' film that a, that a kid is hearing about and begging the parent, and the parent has kind of like no interest. This is like a people our age with kids who have yes. this, you know, who have this nostalgia and affection for this character, mm. and hoping that their kid will enjoy it on a level of a kids' movie. So I don't think it's unfair to to, to have hoped for something that was a bit more kind of like 
multi-layered or a bit mm. more in the Pixar realm of like this is just kind of like an all-ages film or, you know, something like the SpongeBob movie, which is, right. f- you know, it's a kid's movie, but it is still very fun. There is stuff in it that is like legitimately funny. Yeah, This kind of line, I mean, I know it's like one minute or whatever, so it might be a thing about expectations or whatever, but this kind of gave me that impression of those things. Okay. Uh, yeah. You know, like it didn't seem unfunny. It just seemed like it kind of the type of thing I would think where like, you know, someone seems tough and then you zoom out and they're actually really small and mm. hey, don't, yeah, yeah, sure. you know, it's that, it that, that I guess just lined up. It with wasn't what. clunky, but it was just very like movie of this type, which again, I think it's just getting used to that thing of like the merging of a Nintendo sensibility with that very like Hollywood mm, animation yeah. studio kind of sensibility. Because if you think about it as an illumination thing first, mm. then it, it, what this was was exactly what you would probably yeah. picture. Yeah, no, totally. Yeah. And I can't remember if I said this last week, but it is very funny to picture Miyamoto in the boardroom where illumination are p- p- pitching all these jokes of like, you know, and then we built this city starts playing and like, you know, then <laughs> yeah. it, then, he, then Luigi says, we got this. And just this old Japanese man being like, what does any of this mean? What are you talking about? Weirdly, Miyamoto would be the one person you could have in that room would probably go like, great. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? That, I love it. That made me laugh. He's like, I I've never heard here. that shit before. <laughs> I mean, it comes close to that. Like they, they do have the like piano cover of the Mario theme. Yeah. And, you know, it's. That got me worried. It felt, it did feel structurally like exactly that kind God, of trailer. We're gonna get a sound because the um, the min the most recent Minions movie mm. had oh, a pretty yeah. wild soundtrack where it'll they had be like, that's like right. Blink One Eight Two. Yep, oh, yeah, because they just kind that's of that's why come they back. got back together. Oh, yeah. I love that. <laughs> to do a Mario but thing. they'll be doing the da 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 da. They'll oh, be doing yeah. that yep. that thing. Yep. Uh, it'll be like. I mean, I wouldn't hate a lot of current artists doing like chip tune kind of. Oh. A soundtrack worth of that kind of stuff could be pretty cool. Okay. Dua Lipa will be doing a song about the double jump because she's Dua Lipa. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sh- I think that's have, too um, smart. <laughs> Honestly, that'll go over a lot of people's heads. <laughs> so will the double jump, which the is double jump, yeah. why it's perfect. Uh, <laughs> no, I, yeah, I reckon you, uh, you're right. They will have all of those things. And like the last song will be like the Mario theme done by fucking Avril Lavigne or someone weirdly out of date like that. Yeah, uh, yeah. They'll do they'll do the exact same thing as the Sonic movie where it's like the the credits is all like the 8-bit graphics mm-hmm. and it'll you know, all be like, swinging around yeah. like the camera <laughs> yeah. you know like all of the the different pieces are sort of separated from the background and then they swing into the frame. Yeah. 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 But yeah, I thought this uh yeah, I thought it looked overall pretty good. It's given me it's definitely all looking a lot better than I thought it would based on yeah. hearing Illuminations making it. Yeah. Chris Pratt. Um, I think it's a bit of a shame that it doesn't have that like uh weirdness that the, that first Sonic movie seeing that and being like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Yeah. Had mm. like that that's Certainly not there for this. This seems like, oh, I understand this. It's going to yeah. be, it's you. I mean, if we tried to predict it, but if you actually try to predict it, I'm sure you could predict this entire movie. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of how it feels from the trailer. Yeah. There'll be a little lesson in there. Yes. But I will say uh, a friend of mine who has two young kids who I lent my SNES mini to a while ago, and he's been kind of like taking his kids back through like mm. the old, like kind of classic video games. Yeah. <laughs> get off of your desk, little kid. <laughs> Stop, you, get your head out of your work. And yeah. Come over here and Put look at the Put those taxes down. It's time to play video hey, games. Take off the green visor that you... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. How did you even get one of those calculators <laughs> with the crank on the side? Enough abacus. It's Donkey Kong time. 
Um, yeah, he's been having a really good time, like kind of taking his kids through that stuff. And so he texted me after the trailer come, came out and he's like, it looks great. The boys are fucking stoked. Oh, cool. So, you know, it's kind of yeah. cool that, yeah, I mean, it's mission accomplished, I guess, in those terms. Yeah. 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 Good for them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, it, it's, a, it's a family piece of entertainment, unlike something that I think we all watched to different amounts and have different <laughs> opinions on. Yeah. I ended up watching all of Cyberpunk Edge Runners. It's yep. not long. It's, it, and I think it's best treated like a movie. It's certainly yeah. best treated by skipping the intro every time. Mm. And yeah. like, if you kind of... I, I love that song, but it's like yeah. a weird edited version it, of the song where it is, the best bits aren't in it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this Fire by Franz Ferdinand yeah. is the song, the theme song for Cyberpunk Edge Runners, which doesn't fit. Doesn't fit at no. all. It's bizarre. But I'll tell you who did love that artistic choice. Hideo Kojima. Did he? <laughs> that was his first... I think it was like... He yeah. must have tweeted when he was like two minutes into watching Ep 1. Yeah. And there was just a big spray about how psyched he was that this fire <laughs> by Franz Ferdinand was the theme music. I don't know if it's just that it's like, it made me think that thing of like, oh, this must be what it felt like if you like watched the resurgence of like Freebird or whatever in modern culture, how it's oh, like a different yeah. thing now. Oh, yeah. Because it was a song that was so of that specific time and had such an actual meaning in our real lives mm. at the ages we were that it's it feels out of place if it's in any other context than that. It's also well. just totally incongruous with the style. Yes, it yeah. doesn't make sense for that reason. The soundtrack is like all yeah. vaporwave kind of shit in yeah. the actual show. I think that the soundtrack is bad to yeah, this show, yeah. it, like in yeah. general, uh, unfortunately. It's worse than the game. Yeah. The game has a, a much better soundtrack. They needed mm. to get the Grimeses and whatever. Yeah. To, and it just, for whatever reason, that was the biggest part of the show. I was like, this is an odd choice. But I ended up, if and I think if you haven't watched it yet, Try and find a time when you can jam through the whole thing. It's 10, like, 22-minute episodes, so it's kind of like a long three-hour maybe movie if you skip all the credits. Uh, And it's okay. It's all right. I think it's one of the worst shows I've seen... Maybe ever. How far I've bothered to. How far in did you get? I got halfway through the fifth episode. Right. Okay. Um, And it had... the things that I haven't, the things that I dislike have not changed. Right. I just don't like the writing. I think it feels really dumb and lazy like really simplified right it's just like it's very anime and i don't mean i know that's that sounds like a diss See, on anime i don't, given the back I don't of, think it the, is like the pacing and the a lot of the performances it is a bit like i hadn't been watching much anime recently and it is very much like you know stylistically a thing that once you're out of it a bit it does take a little while to kind of settle into that rhythm of like mm. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I I, 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 don't, I really... don't agree because I've been watching heaps of anime lately, mm. and it definitely compares poorly to that. But you know, I was trying to compare. I guess yep. I was trying to compare, and like a lot of a lot of anime is either um, big overarching narrative or thing of the week. Yeah, you know, right. case of the week, monster of the week, whatever it is. And I feel like this was just like a series of events happening one after the other. Like the whole show was this montage where you're like, well, I guess these things happen in chronological order, but there's no driving narrative, at least halfway through the season. And then each week is not quite a self-contained story either. Yeah. Well, each episode, I should say. It's, it's, it's yeah. certainly episodic rather than like you can't watch any one in a vacuum because like no, stuff no. that doesn't really make sense in the first one, they reveal like, oh, but this was going on by the fourth one or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. And it's not always great. And it's often, I think the pacing is really fucking weird where it's like whipping along mm. at this like strange speed where I, I'm getting like, uh, finding it a little difficult to to 
keep track of at times, mm-hmm. even though nothing like super complicated is happening. It's just like really zipping through this story that it's got at this odd pace. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. It's a weird one to. I yeah, I found it very hard to focus on in the way that like, yeah, sort of sort of nothing will be happening, and you kind of. You're settled into that. Mm. And it's then trying you're, to like do you said, all of a sudden it's like, and, and you're, you're like, you've zoned out for three seconds and then all of a sudden it's like, oh, I've, I feel like I've just missed about 80 plot points. I think my big problems with that stuff as well is um, with, because I didn't find the dialogue particularly in any direction other than the cyberpunk um, like lingo and slang and stuff is bad. Yeah. I all the choom and all the whatever all I the hate it. chrome it up and everything. I hate it in the game as well. Same problem I have with the game too. Yeah. yeah, that it just doesn't set itself up well enough for it to make sense in context for way too long. And it's yeah. just lame. It it is a right? bit lame. Like, and not lame in a It's hard to qualify, but it's like it just made me cringe. <laughs> it's yeah. funny because it's like It gave you the ick. It a did. Lot, <laughs> it's a lot of the same terms that are in like Mad Max and shit. Right. It's yeah, that yeah. same sort of talking where it's like future world, different words, slang from now would sound dumb to them. So it yep. was just, all slang is dumb. This mm-hmm. is slang. It just, for whatever reason, feels um, floppy. Yeah. And, no, I is. agree. It's yeah. hard, isn't it? Because you're right. Like, how do you. Yeah, most stuff in language in like common, very like of the time vernacular, mm. if you were removed from that time, if you like transported outside of that time, would just sound like. Oh, this sounds dumb. So that makes sense. But yeah, there. I think there is still... I can't think of examples, but I know there are examples of things doing that where yeah. it doesn't stick out and you do give it that leeway of like, yeah, that sounds dumb, but that's just... You would... Yeah. You would... That's what the language would have morphed into. Yeah. Whereas literally just what it is, which is someone from now writing slang for in the future and it just... Yeah, it just doesn't. Well, gel. and adapted yeah. slang from this other thing as well. Yeah, yeah. you know, the, it's from it, the game, I guess, right? Well, it's from it's like a, the tabletop RPG thing. I just oh yeah, that's what they, I meant. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. Everyone should have known that I meant the RPG, game, <laughs> not the PC game. <laughs> the, um, I assume there's some like Bible or whatever, and probably stories that have been written. I don't know tons about, it. and obviously there's a million cyberpunk bits of fiction that have been written that are very similar. Yeah. Right, how they do things. I think in terms of telling a story, the thing that makes it a bit. Um, more difficult to sink into with this one is that there's not a, 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 a surrogate character or an everyman or anything around to, not that you need one, like mm. the fucking Lord of the Rings doesn't have an everyman, but there's always some hooky part you can get yourself into where someone's like, what does Tomb mean? Yeah, And you yeah. don't have to make it as blank as that, but you know what I mean? Like everyone just going... Half of the words making no sense to you for half of the show mm. makes it a little more difficult to keep track of. But this is a lot of yeah. I was like, am I, I mean, is this just for like you're meant to like be a deep head into the game, like to get anything out of this? Because it is. It's also it just not starts up and it's like in just the game. Felt like there's <laughs> no, so much assumed knowledge. Kind yeah. of it's done exactly the same in the game where like the, yeah. the little text call things have these like double words that it doesn't yeah, explain why. Yeah, yeah. It just is kind of confusing, but if you if you sink into it a little bit and let it wash over you and are sort of letting it go, hey, I'm trying to be vibey, and you're like, okay, mm. then is that's the most fun way to watch it, I think. Yeah, like, stylistically, like those moment-to-moment bits, like... The colour uh, and the animation, yeah, I think, I are really good. Yeah, I was kind of enjoying, but yeah, they just did, you know, I just found it a slog because there's no thing to kind of like latch onto and be like, yeah, yeah this is what I'm... Yeah. I'm invested. I just didn't feel in... I. I like I had it on, I was 
watching it for a bit, like focusing on it and then just having it on while I was doing other stuff. And it just kind of felt like I had music videos on. Yes, yes. By the end of it, I think it has like come full circle enough to make it, to have the impact of like a lot of, especially the first half of that show be very, and then, and then, and then, and then. Because we should say that people generally are liking it. Yeah, this yeah. is why people started playing the the video game again. Yeah, because this went on Netflix and everyone was like, "Oh, yeah. I think like yeah, most people that I've seen in our um, Discord and Facebook group are pretty into it. Mm. So yeah, you and I are the outliers, Ben. Yeah, I, I don't ready like for people to get mad at you over it too. <laughs> I don't like the Fuck voice your acting. Tunes, your chrome tunes. Because <laughs> I love the game and I didn't. I overlooked the slang in the game. Right, but you, it's because you're playing the game. the The point of, and I think one Most of the other things, games have lame language and stuff. That's in true. It too. But the the taking this a cyberpunk world and making a video game of it, where the plot and the themes and stuff are pretty superficial. Right, you know, like they're not very deep or philosophical or anything. Mm. Which you know, cyberpunk and, and sci-fi, the good stuff is. You know, it is about reflecting on current times through you know futurism and shit like that. The game is like, no, you just run around and shoot people and have like crazy you know cyber uh, attachments on your body and shit. And like you know, there's some cool stealing. You know the the chip and every like it's you know yep. it has to be set in a cyberpunk world because of what's happening. But like you enjoy that because you're doing it. And I think taking that similarly shallow, superficial, you know, version of a cyberpunk plot and doing it as a series just feels worse because it's like it's basically just like a Harry Potter story or something. You know, it's like it oh, this kid, special kid. He's like you know got. Well, he doesn't have necessarily special powers, but he's able to be a cyberpunk for, mm. you know, for whatever reason. And he falls in with this crowd and, you know, it's, I don't, I, it's not exploring anything interesting to me. It's yeah. a, I think the love story that it is by the end is like, okay, out of, yeah. out of all the things it's doing, like that's the, the, the main sort of bit in the middle, because like as much as, you know, all the cyberpunk stories are about corpo this and whatever and inequality that, mm. it's got jack fucking <laughs> shit to say about that. Right. Yeah. So You know what the main thing it made me think was? I want to go back and rewatch that Street Fighter anime from back in the day. Oh, no, yeah. we've talked about Hell this yeah. before. Yeah. Yeah, I watched one of the fight scenes from that recently. And yeah. It's fucking sick. I love that. Tekken, Tekken yeah. had a good one. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. I, I don't like the animation style of this either okay um it's just too clean and like all the backgrounds just kind of look like photoshop filtered <laughs> you know yeah, like, I like it's bits of it but there's bits of it also that are like really cheap i yes. noticed there's like yes. big sequences where people are talking there's one in the very first episode where he's in the car talking to his mum, mm. and the entire scene is just his feet shuffling on the ground mm. and it's like I don't show that a bit that he's fidgeting, but it's like that's just someone going. We can't be fucked animating. Yeah, let's just loop this. We're just saving money on not having to do this. I feel yeah. like ninety five percent of animes are like that. Too I know, as well, yeah, though, so but it this didn't it doesn't stick, stick out. out with others. To this, yeah, it sticks out in this for me. I think, I think others are a bit. I don't more know why that it didn't stick out that part of it to me, but yeah, it really did to me as well. And like there was bare, like it's all just like one color and one, sh- you know, like I've, yeah. So I've been watching like a bit of anime lately, um, older stuff as well, not necessarily like just the masters of anime. Like I've been watching Angel Cop, mm-hmm. which is a pretty cheap one as well. But I think, I think it's just the style. It's just like the, uh, something like an Angel Cop will also be pretty, you know, uh, simple, not a lot of shading, mm. but like each character will have a distinctly drawn face and, and there's a style to like the vehicles. And well, there's you know, an era too where it's like the people just do not move at all. Like, mm-hmm. so the, 
you know, the mouths are moving. Yep. And they've just had like one frame of the character model and then just like doing the, you know, it sticks out in South Park like by design. Right. But, you know, stuff like The Simpsons, they're kind of like they're fluid as they're mm-hmm. talking. That's always kind of stuck out with earlier anime. And this right. isn't really, you know, this still has like... It has motion, but it, when, yeah. yeah. But it, yeah. It's just... I don't know. I, I think I just don't like the style. There is yeah. a distinct style, yeah. and I just don't like it. I, I think it is very much like a, a, a modern type of anime style that a, a lot of people have strong feelings on. I right. Think, as well. Hey, speaking right. of uh, Blink-182, yeah. they've announced their um, the name of their comeback single that comes out on Friday. It's called Edging. It is called Edging. Oh, and yeah. And this is called Edge Runners. So maybe yeah. maybe it's the theme song to season two of this. Do you know? Franz Ferdinand out, Blink-182 in. <laughs> I don't Blink mind that. Blink-182 liked a tweet of my girlfriend's. Because I saw it, that. Whoa. It had the words Blink-182 and Edging in it, but from like 2020. <laughs> oh, that's Because it funny. was a joke about yeah listening to a playlist without I Miss You with Blink-182. Yeah, right. But I thought it was a tweet that It's said, very um, funny to guess an album by mistake. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. start just writing <laughs> yeah. every famous musician and every possible album they could have. <laughs> okay. So you get a bit of heat in the future on the platform I'm banned on. Well, yeah. was there this tweet where she said that she was going to find Mark Hoppus and bash him in the head with a frying pan. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that one's still up. Yeah, that's probably for the best. Um, yeah, I don't know. So I, I think this show just isn't for me. Kind of like with Castlevania. Yeah. We all watch that and we're like, it's kind of like, it's just kind of not very good, but a lot of people loved it. So I don't know. But then, because like I'm an anime fan, I watched heaps lately. Like especially over the over mm. the pandemic, I really got into it a lot. Um, it's so funny how we really are in a golden era of volume of video game adaptations yes. that come out at the yeah. moment. But <laughs> literally any of them, like truly the best one, I think has been that first Sonic. Like, first Sonic. People like The Witcher, and I didn't true. give it a good shot. Yeah, I, never, I, I didn't I never love it. it. I watched like three and didn't really love it. And to right. be clear, I didn't like love Edge Runners, but I enjoyed it enough. And uh, it just like I out out of this stuff, I think it's done as well as something like this has been. Yeah, mm. you know what I mean. Mm. It and just, it is cl- like we said, it is clicking for a lot of people. Yes. Um, yeah. So you know, it's doing something right. Yeah. It got people back into the game. Yeah. Which It's made me want to play the game yeah. again. Yeah. Yeah. It kind of did make me want to dip back into. But so, yeah, it works now. It, it even yeah. on like a PC, like when it already ran well, it's at they've added a lot of stuff that is like, oh yeah, yeah why wasn't that in there from the start? I think the fact that that DLC is probably going to take place during the main game and is going to be one of oh, those yeah. types that makes me not want to do it until that's out. Yeah, yeah. Sure. yeah. It, that just is how how that comes across to me, but I don't think they've said that. Well, hey, speaking of mm. uh, jacking in and experiencing a virtual world, <laughs> yeah, um, there is a little device coming out. Called the MetaQuest Pro. A yeah. little device than the Quest 2. It's very thin. Have you really? seen it? It's got really flat, it, thin front. Okay. It, I gotta tell you, it looks it looks great. The, yeah. Like the design of it. I was like, okay, you know what? I think I might be in. And then I saw what is what practically the you know the new tech is gonna be used for. Yeah. And I thought, oh, it's a shame. And then I saw the price tag and I thought, oh, hell no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the only way I'm ever getting one of these is if someone leaves one behind in a hotel room. 
Because it is yeah. fucking. It's I I can't remember twenty five hundred Australian dollars. Yeah, the equivalent of that. So probably more than that here. I think that is just the right. equivalent of the oh, US price, which yeah, is yeah, like because yeah. that's also it's been yeah it's been reported on US price. No, no. fifteen hundred US. It, it so is on the on the Meta side. It says MetaQuest Pro two and a half Australian thousand. two two four four nine. That's sick. Yeah, man. Cool. You can, you can pre-order it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, please! A month's rent for each lens. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. So a lot of announcements about uh. The it's got this big backplate. I hadn't really looked at it. Yeah, it, it looks very sleek, it, and a lot of announcements about yeah how better all the tech in it is, which you would expect from any kind of upgrade. But yeah, the really disappointing thing is that um, n- no no announcement really of like, and here's some new games that will only work right. on it, and here's what we're doing with this. It's all uh, the announcement was basically focused on m- more of it from a point of view of a uh, using it for business. Yeah, and for like so. Cameras inside the uh, inside the headset, which can detect facial movement. So mm-hmm. your little avatar in your in your meta chat can do little winks, and it's like get a, done for sexual harassment. Exactly, what a dodgy thing to like. <laughs> yeah. oh, eyebrow raises and winks will yeah. be picked up. We've got oh, to yeah, have it in meetings <laughs> so that people can share a glance after their annoying <laughs> yeah. coworker says something. Oh, will the camera be able to pick up my eyes bulging out of my head like a cartoon wolf and my? <laughs> And my tongue going hubbada 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 hubbada. If it's I roll my eyes when the boss is talking, can they see that? Because <laughs> if just it's being represented on screen, I'd rather turn that off. It's only for Zuckerberg, so he can see people's right. exaggerated facial expressions it's, and it, understand what they're talking about. What if I do the dick sucking motion every time Zuckerberg's speaking? Will it pick up on that? <laughs> I think well, you'll you be can, thrown in meta jail or something. You can move your legs now as well. That's yeah. something they've added to it is leg tracking. Oh, God. Uh, well, they've added that to, to the metaverse at least. Yeah. Which and then uh, on the outside of it, it's got the the cameras for the pass-through thing are more detailed. So yep. on the one that we all have, they're pretty grainy, black and white. Just yep. for, you know, very rudimentary, but basically just there to let you know if you're about to bump into something. Mm-hmm. To get Dog little, vision. Yeah. Yes. Um, but this one will have full color, better quality cameras, which is is cool in a in a practical uh, usage kind of sense. You could if you were doing like. Building or interior design, you could, you know, be in this room, see the room and go like, oh, I'm going to like hang a little painting there. Like, what does that look like? And also like, I would prefer if the current one had better cameras. It's not a deal breaker, but it's like, well, yeah, I guess if you're going to have a new one. It's cool if you do that as your work, but also if you do that as your work, you're also kind of just good at visualizing it anyway. (laughs) You're not going to buy a little, let's say this wasn't on your radar at all. And then you you can do this for $2,500. It's like, uh, it's pretty... (sighs) Big investment. No. I'm probably fine to just not do it. Yeah. Then pictures this pro bit being, you know, to marketed towards businesses and mm. towards. There'll be like five cokehead cunts at startups who buy a pack sure. of them for yep. a bunch of people as tax write-offs. Yeah, and, but it's no one wants it. No, no one wants to do this. Nobody. For gaming pointless. If you yeah. if you have a Quest Two already, and you have the games on that, and you're thinking like you're ready to get. And they've said they'll be doing a three, right? Like, like a quest follow up that will be of a similar price to the cheaper quest, right? Right. Which that's the thing. But they're not going to make it games. two thousand dollars more expensive. Yeah. Crazy, but yeah. Well, the Fuck. thing for people who want to play games will end up being the PSVR two. Like we already know that that's sure. coming out, and then that's going to be like they're going to do another index tech model. It's like yeah. yeah, there was a job listing at Valve that that for whatever reason shows that they're doing another index. Which yeah, you of course just, they're yeah. working on hardware and stuff. Buy the ones that plug into a PC, it, including the Quest three. You know, I assume like yeah, w- which will be expensive. But yeah, this one just the pitch of the metaverse ship, which there are like thirty people using. Yep. and is 
tanking them and is the dumbest shit you've ever heard. No. And I don't understand how they're doing it because surely a business like that does extensive focus testing type stuff mm. on people. And I don't know what psychos they got in who are like, yes, please. Yeah. No, no employee in the world nah. wants to add VR chat to their, you know, their, the way they engage. Not even a bit. You got Slack, you got Teams, you got webcams. Like, yeah. that's what people use if they want and to like, do that. The battery on this is less. And also, Fuck. the um, you your periphery, like with the with the Quest 2, like you're, you know, you're sealed in, which mm-hmm. is what you want if you're playing a game and having an immersive experience. But this one, it's got a gap, like under, you have to buy, you can buy like a plastic attachment <laughs> to seal it off. But the default is that you're, right, you're, you're just going to have a screen over. like sitting in front of you, which again, for. That's bizarre. For twenty five hundred dollars, is just not like yeah, like the lady in that chair in that five video clip. <laughs> Baby, when the lights go out, that 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 was her experience. Yeah. I can't recall it, but Hellish. I'm sure it's spot on. <laughs> but yeah, it's look like, it up and it's re- it, look it up right now. To have That's done a such a good job 2. of how the I mean, Quest Two is priced, <laughs> and this to be yeah. such an astronomical leap is like. It's crazy. Well, they think they're yeah. selling it in bulk to businesses. Yeah. I hope so. it tanks the company. Oh, man, Honestly. that'd be great. Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. That'd be sick. Patreon.com to get access to our uh, Facebook group. That we're <laughs> 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 and oh, also the Discord. Discord. <laughs> yeah. But uh, yeah, no, they're fucking fucks. And it's a stupid product and anyone could have told you that no yep. matter how much they know. Yep. <laughs> yeah. It's one of the craziest misfires uh, of any business and I just love to see it. Yeah. yeah. It's good news. It might sound like we've talked about three things that a bunch of us have been down on. Not the case with this one. Yeah, I yeah. think this is a fantastic potential failure. This is good news. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> there's some more good news that's kind of genuinely good. Um Game Pass is fucking going gangbusters. We were always a bit like, oh, how is this a lost leader? Right. You know, because it is so affordable for how many games you get. Microsoft trying to get people into their into ecosystem. The ecosystem. Yeah. It made $3 billion in profit last year. Yeah. There was a big thing that came out of, uh, I don't know quite why, I guess it was like earnings uh, reports for shareholders or something mm-hmm. like that from Microsoft and from Sony, like a lot of stuff about PlayStation right. Plus and all of that and like, how much money they'd had to pay to like have certain games on there and like yes. pretty detailed stuff about like, cause I think it was like $1.3 million or something to have arc on the, as a PlayStation plus free game. Yeah. Right. was one that I remember off the top of my head, mm-hmm. similar sorts of prices to have a game be on game pass for X amount of time. Mm-hmm. Yes. But yes, they're making billions of dollars. Yeah. Of this really good subscription service. Yeah. Good it's for them. I think it just is another sign that, that was the right play. And I yeah. think that Sony have made the wrong play. Well, and yeah, hopefully this shows other people, like, this is worth doing. Yeah. This actually makes you money. It's not a lost leader. Do you know, mm-hmm. there's the court case about Microsoft's acquisition of Activision going on. That yes. might have been where this came from. Oh, uh, yeah. Because Sony had to put up a bunch of stuff there and a try like, it's, there's a lot of... Like very lawyery, very bitchy back and forth yeah. thing about like Microsoft <laughs> going. Well, Sony won't let us put Game Pass on the PlayStation, mm. so they've got the monopoly really. <laughs> and Sony being like, "That's not true. That's yeah. not how it works. That's not like what yeah. A don't put it on is. there." But also, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Yeah, we don't have cheeseburgers in the PS5 either. Mm. Yeah, we're not stopping McDonald's from making <laughs> cheese. Like it's it's yeah a, a lot of that stuff going on that is all, all more complicated than maybe we can quickly lay out. I think it's the UK, right? That where the case is for the Activision acquisition. Yeah, because they yeah. passed it in like <laughs> Brazil, I think. There was like a, there's a few different oh, courts no. working on These it at fucking, once. Okay. The Activision acquisition. 
Say that yeah. once fast. I just can't. Didn't I just do that? No. You Activision said acquisition. Okay. Activision acquisition. Yeah, it's weirdly easy. Yeah. yeah. Those words are different. Different enough. Yeah. <laughs> or similar enough. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I feel like this this was with like the collapse of Stadia and all that shit. Mm. It's like mm. I don't know where we're going with video games, but. A a Netflix of video games, bizarrely, was the right choice for Microsoft. Yeah. For now, you know, we'll see if it mm. turns into how Netflix is, where at some point it's like, well, now I've got seven Netflixes and they're all yep. more expensive than they used to be and they're all worse than they used to be. Right, the original one just has stuff they've bought off blockbuster mm. shelves. Yeah. So you know, we're in like, like, what, 2011, 12, 13 sort of Netflix mm. time now with mm. Game Pass. Well, and like the streaming thing, I mean, yeah, it didn't work out for Stadia, but uh, I mean, we have no way of trying this here in this country because our internet isn't good enough. But I get the impression that for the people that um, this is their only option of playing these games, the, the Switch cloud versions of things oh, yeah. that they do seem to be... I think going fine enough. I mean, they keep doing yeah. them. Like, what do they have on there? That's Control, true. Resident Evil 7, 8's coming out. Yeah. Hitman is on there. There's a couple others as There's well, quite I think. A f- they, you know, so it must be in parts of the world where their internet is good enough. They must be getting enough out of it to continue doing it. So and The yeah. technology works pretty well now. I've done yeah. the PS5 streaming a few times to my phone and the, and the Xbox One, and it's okay. Mm. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I've done the PS5 one as well. I can't find where it is, but someone either emailed or messaged us and said that they tried all of the streaming options and Stadia had the best tech. Like it was the one that worked the best. I'm sure Google had like the infrastructure, well, and still does. And I suppose that's part of why they were doing it because they had this shit anyway. Yeah, yeah. I just double checked. I double checked as well. And it is from that, the Brazilian administrative council for economic defense that was looking at the Activision Blizzard stuff. Okay. That's where these numbers have sort of come from yeah right uh it made up roughly 18 percent of microsoft's total annual xbox revenues game pass did okay so they've made 16.28 billion overall in a year from xboxes yep fuck nice work if we can get it (laughs) 30 percent of its games uh right uh, but like so nintendo switch online made nearly a billion dollars fuck 932 million dollars and that's way cheaper and doesn't give you as much. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. True. Uh, EA Play took in three hundred and fifty-six million dollars. You can just print money by making any bullshit fucking. <sighs> yeah. So how was Stadia doing so badly? Yeah. That it yeah. got shut down. If EA fucking Play. Yeah. Is making, making three hundred million. Give well, me like that said, money. Let's didn't... do filthy, filthy online. Yeah. We got to start it. Pa- well, I guess Patreon.com. People... <laughs> filthy casuals. All right, pod. we'll start releasing games. Too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they just didn't let people know that it existed because, I yeah. mean, you would think for anyone that doesn't have a console, that doesn't have a great TV, that doesn't, you know, yeah, yeah, want to spend that money or know where to get in. It's like, ha- like that's the log line is like, hey, mm. you actually don't need, you don't need any of this stuff. Yeah. You can just subscribe now. Get a controller. We can send you one, or you can just go and buy one secondhand from here, and then you have all. You know, you can have these games. Yeah, it's, it's like got to be. Is, that is such a. I don't know how you messed that up. I think we said it last week that it's got to be people in the management of it who never cared about it to begin with. I think probably. so. Yeah, that's why yeah. it didn't get launched in plenty of places. Yeah. Like it was so never really with XCloud. Yeah. Do you have to own? An Xbox console? No, you can play... So if you're paying for, I think, Game Pass Ultimate, I think you can just do g- cloud games. But it's not every game. 
Yeah, right. I think just whatever I've got, right. I've been able to just play like Forza and stuff on my iPad and. Yeah, but you've got an Xbox. But it's but not playing have, it off. But of I don't play it. I'd never use that. Right. I did. Uh, you don't I, every, need to have an, an Xbox. Okay. Though. You can yeah. just you can have nothing and sign up for Game Pass Ultimate. I'm fairly sure. Yeah. And start playing cloud cloud games. Well, that is that has more. Uh, it's got its roots in deeper. Yeah. In terms of you know people knowing about it. And if it works, then why would you use Stadia? Right. I guess. Mm. Yeah, um, true. And to be clear as well, that $2.9 billion, that's revenue. So it's not like profit. I don't know how much they're sinking in. Okay. Right. You right. Gotta, yes, you got to subtract all of those million-dollar payouts. But they're de- they're, if, if they're making developers. 30% of their game money from Game Pass subscriptions, it's got to probably be worth yeah. their while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And that's probably only going to increase as yeah. the years go by. Hell of a deal, Game Pass. <laughs> yep. If you're looking for deals, mm-hmm. and I am all the time. Yeah, you're. I'm always de- sniffing around like a truffle pig, looking for deals at the bottom of trees, yeah, and they're yeah. rarely it's there. Like your favorite book, The Art of the Deal. I mm. love to read and reread <laughs> The Art of the Deal. Mm. It's my favorite book. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, sell me this manscaped. <laughs> all right, shave your face. Yeah, uh, shave your balls. Okay. Oh, you did it. Mm-hmm. Then you don't need it. But if you can't, <laughs> well, I'm a happy want, customer of Manscaped. <laughs> if you want to shave your balls or your face or any any form of hair, especially Arm sensitive pits. hair, yeah, yeah, uh, Manscaped's a great way to do it, whether you are a man or not. To be honest, yep, yeah, uh, you can uh, get yourself a look <laughs> at any of these products. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to describe the look you were going to get. No, no, no. Get yourself a look at the products. Okay, now do you tell me the look I went for yeah. with my Manscaped. Uh, this is here's a bit of personal testimony. Yeah, okay. the recent usage that I had with my Manscaped products. Mm. It was time for a little uh, little tidy up. <laughs> sure, little, little sesh. Yeah, mow the lawn. Yep, I got let's say three quarters of the way through. Battery died because I hadn't had it on the charger. Ooh. Thought all right. You got to charge this. The charge is so convenient and easy to use as well. Yeah. I'm not sure I, hey, look, no fault of the product. This is a hundred percent user error. <laughs> Thought, yeah, just chuck it on the charger, mm-hmm. and then I'll, you know, I'll come back to this in, you know, half an hour or whatever. And then a few things came up. Um, got busy, and then <laughs> later that night was at the movies and went to the bathroom and. Just looking down there and being like, what an absolute shit show I have left this area in. Hell yeah. Well, it's it like doesn't... when Bam runs up behind someone and buzzes there. Yeah, it was shades of that. Just one big long dreadlock down there. Oh, and then, yes. yeah, yeah. God. Yeah. All right. Well, if you're able to still fucking maintain the use of your ears after, after that. Yep. Fucking description of Tommy's private parts. Then you can shave your very own mm. or someone else's if they trust you. With, that'd be um, fun. Yeah. The, yeah. Heaps of the good stuff that, that Manscaped make. Go to manscaped.com. Yeah. I think slash filthy. Yep. And then you can. No, it's just manscaped.com. And, but you can use the code filthy. Oh, you better. Uh, <laughs> One way or another, you'll be do. typing filthy. Because they yes. track it and yeah. we need you to. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, it's really good. <laughs> They're good products and have a look around there. There's good like gift giving options at this time of the year, especially. Mm. Yeah. Uh, I, I genuinely recommend their products and you can use the code filthy for 20% off and free shipping. Yeah. It's a really good deal. <gasps> the truffle pig sniffed up another deal. Oh my God. <laughs> oink, oink. It's NordVPN. <laughs> oh, this is a real prize pig we've got ourselves. That's right. Don't worry. This forest is covered in truffles is the actual benefit. Okay. Mm. That's pig. good. Bad pig, good forest. Uh, you've missed 50 <laughs> truffles along we the way. We don't really need the pig. We, it feels like we'll just be 
fallen over truffle. You want to sniff for truffles yourself? Disgusting. Mm. Yeah, I'd rather just be like hanging out and the pig can go around and find the truffle bargains. Yeah, and it's good for the pig. Yeah, he gets get the satisfaction exercise. of a job well done. Walking a pig. Mm. Pigs are fun. Yep. Mm. Uh, if you want to Google pigs, but you don't want anyone to know about why, <laughs> then NordVPN might be the service for you. You it could watch the movie is. Pig on a uh, on I don't know <laughs> on an iTunes store from a different country. If yeah, you, to. you yeah. could b- b- pretend to be Babe Pig in a different city. Yes, oh. if you want to travel using the uh, mm-hmm. the, the power better. of NordVPN. Uh, it's again a service that we actually use. It yeah. is a useful thing to have on your computer. It gives you privacy. It gives you protection. Gives you security. All those sorts of things that, damn it, you need on the internet. Yeah. You know what? I'm going to use it tomorrow to go on the BBC iPlayer and watch Adam Curtis's new documentary series. Yeah, nice. Something I couldn't do without Look at NordVPN. That's a real life testimonial from someone who doesn't have dreadlocks for cubes. <laughs> yeah, so you can trust it. NordVPN. I, I keep my Manscaped shaver charged. I log into NordVPN, I auto-connect every time my PC boots up, provides security, privacy. It also has a virus scan uh, integrated if you want to flick that on. Yep. It's got a whole bunch of other stuff, actually. They have different services that you can find out about. Um, but I recommend the VPN, and I recommend going to nordvpn.com slash filthy. This time you can. That's from yes. a source you can trust, like yeah. a catch-up. Uh, so make sure you go to nordvpn.com slash filthy to get any Nord stuff you want. You get discounts, you get bonus things, you, you get, get like four months free, I think. Four months free. An enormous can, amount of time. You get a discount on the rest of it, so it's like... You You'll know, have free Nord by the time I'm dead. <laughs> for that yeah. entire time. It's yep. like... I got bad news from a witch the other day. <laughs> oh, no. It's less than a cup of coffee a month yep. for, for Nord, for, to protect like your banking, all that shit. Hey, we had some real privacy issues here in Australia. Yeah. Uh, Optus, one of our major telcos, leaked everyone's private information. They should have gone to Nord... VPN.com slash filthy. That's right. Fucking cunts. Stupid idiots. (laughs) Like anyone who doesn't. You guys going to get in on that class action? Uh, I've never been with Optus. Yeah, I might do. I knew it was going to happen. I was like 10 years ago and all that got leaked was a driver's license that's, you know, that's not current anymore. Well, you've already had your identity stolen exactly. since then. So. Yeah, several times. But I saw times. a class action was happening. I'm like, mm, I wonder if I could still get something out of this. <laughs> well, I might because I was a customer like a year ago and uh, all of all of my information was leaked. Goddamn. So, uh, yeah. Um, you know what else leaked recently? A new little patch for No Man's Sky, uh, which I dipped back in on. Oh, here we go. I haven't been in on it for uh, uh, quite a while. I skipped the last few updates. It's out on Switch as of quite recently. The whole yes. kit and caboodle. Yes, yes. The which, complete package. Yeah, it was one that, that it, it's not. It's a native version. It's not a cloud one. Which yeah. yeah. Yep. Really impressed by it. Um, I haven't seen the Switch version. But, but yeah, Waypoint, it seems like, is the one to actually try. Um, all the other updates were pretty incremental. But Waypoint is the one where it's like, no, no, this is as if no, you've never played it. You've never logged into this game before. There's actual tutorial stuff. There's actual, like, they make sure you let start on a planet that's not fucked and all that shit that seems like it kind of would be obvious. Yep. Um, uh, they've put it all in. It's all It all holds your hand for the first little bit. And okay. It looks fucking great. The, like, generation of planets is actually varied and, and has different eco- ecosystems and shit. Have they been, like, wiping the planets that existed in between these updates then? Because surely they'd have they, to, like, change the algorithm that makes them... They have. Right. I believe they've been wiping okay. the universe. Yeah. So, like, any bases you've built and stuff like that, any ships, any resources in your inventory you keep. Right. But, yeah, I think they've been, like, re regenerating okay. the and universe And there was a point time. where they added, like, a bit of progression and yeah. it's, like, kind of a story There's mode. A story 
story kind of mode. Thing. Okay. Yeah, there's a story mode. You can like customize ships. You can customize your appearance. There's third person camera. There's oh, fuck. Maybe it's time to go back in. Well, yeah, there are quests. Is... There's like aside from a main story, there are like. Uh, this merchant wants you to find, you know, or shoot down eight of these ships and you'll come back and get a reward. And that's all in there. You can uh, buy freighters. merchant. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, imagine going to the shops and the guy at the milk bar is like, I need you to kill a man for me. <laughs> You're like, all right. <laughs> what do I get out of it? Kit Kat? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> all right. Yeah, yeah cool. Yeah. <laughs> hey, I'll just fly somewhere else afterwards. Dubbo? I don't know. I'll go. Yeah. yeah. I'll leave after killing a man. <laughs> mm. Yeah, this is the like 4.0 update as right. well. And I feel like... I've heard probably from you two times before this. So mm. like, No Man's Sky has completely changed. It's all different now. Right. And I've meant to go in every time and I haven't like gone in and been like, no, it hasn't. That's not my point. Yeah. I just like, but I also think time. it has changed heaps in those previous ones, but not, it hasn't changed. It hadn't changed into like, here is a beginner's guide to this game. Right. Where right. you actually get introduced to things at a pace that makes sense. And uh, yeah, like, you can track your quests now. There's a journal, there's a log, there's a, you know, stuff that just makes a lot of sense for an exploration game that wasn't in there before. So, yeah, cool. Um, and the stuff that I enjoy, like the customization and all that shit, um, renaming ships, re- you know, like you can go in and be like, well, I've got a fucking battalion of these and, you know. Yep. Um, I just love all that shit as well. So, yeah, I think this might be a good time to, to give it a crank. Respect to them for, yeah, sticking with it. This long six years. Six, yeah. yeah, that's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and yeah. I mean, damn, that's crazy. Damn, that's that's wild. <laughs> that's some fucking buck wild shit. Tell you Hell what. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of am tempted to get the Switch version if I'm just going right. to start from scratch anyway. Good one to have, you know, on the on the move. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. If you're going to be potentially sinking heaps of time into it, mm. yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh, that yeah. they've done that. Right. Damn, right. that's crazy. I'm formulating a plan here. <laughs> well. uh... I went back in on an old game as well. Ooh. A game that's nearly as old, uh, a little older than, than No Man's Sky. Okay. Splatoon 1. Oh. I went and played Split the... Split 1. Split 1. Mm. Uh, <laughs> I played the single player of Splatoon. Split 1. Split one. Yeah. Uh, and it's not as good as the modern game, the, the, the 3. Mm-hmm. But uh, damn, that game's still fun as hell. Yeah. Splatoon's great. Yeah. And the Wii U yeah. is still pretty fun. And I played some like old Mario Maker levels while Whoa, I was in there. Yeah. Tried to get into some Splatoon 1 <laughs> um, like online matches and couldn't find any at that time. Huh. Apparently, they're still going on. Okay. but So they're still supporting the servers at least. It's That's, still there. Yeah. Okay. Will, I Apparently. wonder if it'll be a thing where people still keep it. Like, you can still play, like, Mario Kart DS online in some way. Can right. Like, like there's someone's got their server going for it. I'm sure that... that but yeah, I guess once 3 it gets is similar take... enough that yeah. why mm. would there be the need? I think a lot of people have moved on, but there are some big split, Splits 1 heads. Wow. Uh, especially because we're a similar time zone to Japan. Apparently, it's quite easy uh, to, to match okay. with Japanese players right. for whatever reason. And get fucking annihilated, probably. I assume so, but I want to yeah. keep trying to do that. Because, mm. uh, yeah, the Wii U's been blasting my ass off <laughs> yeah, this week. Yeah, yeah, uh, you've... Uh, I think that may have been the first time I played Splatoon ever, Split 1 ever. Split 1. Was with you, Ben, yeah. in, a, um, in a little video game cafe in Japan. Yes. I think it had just come out right before we left. Yep. And we 2015 it came out. So. Yeah. yeah, and we read yeah. about this place and we thought, yes. oh, let's let's go let's go in and they had a bunch of Wii U's set up and I was like, 
what a great way to experience this game for the first time. Yeah. Being absolutely I'm blind drunk <laughs> in a cafe. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> At like 3 a.m. or something. Yeah. Hearing Someone that lobby I've probably music. known for about three days. <laughs> Hearing that lobby music for the first time, like <laughs> drunk in Japan would have been great. They're like, that little voice they've got. I want to fucking download that fucking VST or whatever for that. And we, did we talk about, yeah, I think I was telling you about this. The like the kind of the waiting screen that you do right. in one is like that the cool jumping, little eight bit jumping game, yeah. which is way more satisfying than the little training area that you're in. I area. got real mad mm. at it immediately and then ignored <laughs> it, but uh, yeah, Splatoon one's still great and Bayonetta two is still great. That's oh. the other one. That oh, I, you went nice. from one to two. I went one. I went two. I'm ready for three, baby. Wow. Um, it's, uh, ba- yeah, Bayonetta two is like an improvement on one. It's still great. If you've never played any of the Bayonetta games, basically everything I said about Bayonetta one last week right. applies to Bayonetta two as well. It's super fun, really polished, very. Very um, in- enjoyable, simple but deep com- mm, combat yep. system, and like a goofy, silly, fun story, but then also very replayable if you want to do that. Right. I also can completely understand like looking at Bayonetta from a distance and aesthetically thinking, not for me. Yeah. Right. But I reckon still give it a go because it's very the the overall kind of like look of it from the outside is is. I think misleading. You don't get mm. a good sense of the self-awareness and goofiness that it has yeah. in a good, fun way yeah, from yeah. looking at still play. images. It feels or from, so fun right. to play. It yeah. really does. It's it so accessible too. It really looks like a well game that's going to be really like hard to get into, but mm. yeah. And if the, the, the way that the sort of story goes from one to two is any indication, then three will be benefited from you having played one and two. Right. They've right. changed the voice actor for Bayonetta. Oh, yeah, um, it's a uh, female shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> From Mass Effect, it Jennifer is. Hale. Yeah. Yeah. Um, instead of. Great uh, voice actor. Helena, someone, I forget her name Hel- of the original Helena, Helena. Helena Bonham Carter? Yeah, I think that's it. I yeah. think it's someone called oh, Helena sick. Bonham Carter. Yeah. Yeah, right. But, uh. Hello, yeah. I'm Bayonetta. <laughs> I'm married to Tim Burton. I haven't been kicked (laughs) like that since grade school. (laughs) Um, So, yeah, they're both great games. Both available on uh, the Switch if you want to play them. Yeah. Damn, they're good-ass games. They are good-ass games. I'm really excited for Bayonetta 3 now. It's leaped up with, like, God of War and shit for... Uh, the reasons I'm excited for the next, like, what, one month or yeah, something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good month coming There up. are a ton of good games coming out yeah. in the next, like, three or four weeks. Yeah. It's fucking real scary. <laughs> and you know what? There's a ton of games coming out in the future. Beyond that. Beyond that. And you know how I know that? I attended Steam Next Fest. Oh, okay. wow. Yeah, from Popping October it. 3rd to October 10th. So it's over now. It's over now. Um... It lasted a week, uh-huh. and it was a big festival for me and my friends on Steam. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I, th- they had a bunch of demos out, Yep, and uh, I played a bunch of those demos. I've seen this pop up in the past and, like, never, ever gone in on any of them. Well, bitch, you should have. Because yeah, okay. there's some sick-ass games coming out. Ben um, always gets so feisty when he comes back from a festival. Oh. <laughs> Still fucking dripping with Molly. Yeah, I'm, com- I'm coming down, yeah. Don't get out of my way. Don't get out of my way. Molly is what he calls his mouse, by the way. That's why he wasn't having any Molly. Stroking Molly. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. It was still a computer thing. And that's it, what we're doing with this festival is making a computer yeah. thing. And Molly the mouse is the mouse that runs my computer. Yeah, it runs yeah. around in a little wheel and it powers mm. my computer. Yeah. 
Um, it's a fast meals. I played a bunch of games that I enjoyed. One of them I didn't enjoy, and I thought I was going to enjoy, was a game called Dead Ten Dead Doves. It is a. Do you saw that? You're like, I love fucking to see <laughs> ten oh, dead birds. Oh yes. Do I get to stomp them? <laughs> Honestly, I only saw one, and it was alive. So oh. false advertising. Yeah. Um, it is a fixed perspective horror narrative game. Okay. So it is plays with tank controls like a Resident Evil, um, and it's. I guess a throwback style. It looks, it's very polygonal and simple textures. Alone in the dark kind of yeah, looking. Right. Yeah, um, And uh, it's, I don't know, I found it clunky to play. I, I guess t- tank controls, especially on a keyboard, yeah. mm-hmm. uh, don't hold up necessarily. Alone and, in the dark fucking suck to move around. Right. So if they're doing that, yep. it makes sense. And visually it, re- it, it was like, oh, it just looks old. You know, yeah, like it okay. doesn't, it, do- it didn't feel. Not in like a cool throwback kind of way. Just no. And I think maybe Nox, you're a bit more into this stuff. The PlayStation 1, yeah. Nintendo 64, the actual games of that era. And this yeah. is definitely a throwback to that visually. I just didn't find it that fun to play. Okay. Which when I was trying like, you know, seven or eight demos, I was like, I'm not hey. going to do this one. Hey, you know, you start, you're, at, you're a at a festival. festival. Exactly. Yeah. Go to, yeah. go to the, go First to the song other of stage. the band, they suck. Yeah. I went to the, um, I went to the DJ tent yeah. and I watched Mars First Logistics. Okay. This, this, you could have. That yeah. really does yeah. sound yeah. like yeah. something you could have. This one really sucked me off big time. So it, <laughs> visually it is that cel-shaded sable. <laughs> Sorry, mixed metaphors. <laughs> yeah. You're at a festival <laughs> or an orgy? What are you doing? I'm at a music festival getting fully gobbed off in the DJ tent. You have I not been doing music sense. festivals right then. Yeah. If that does not immediately yeah. spring to mind. Um, <laughs> they had a PlayStation and a <laughs> suck job guy. Yeah. Is this the, yeah. yeah is, this, is this video game like Flume eating ass at, at Burning Man? <laughs> Yes. Uh, so, yeah, it looks kind of like, uh, what was it called? Rollerdrome? Yeah. yeah. Rollerdrome, Sable, that exact visual style. Okay. Um, but the gameplay is you start off as a little rover and it's sort of built uh, like Lego, basically. It's mm-hmm. built out of these little bits and pieces. Right. And your job is to move shit around, essentially. Okay. You're, you're a delivery thing for a Mars sort of settlement. And initially it's just like... Um, Oh well, he, well, uh, you got to pick up this um, this uh, bucket, you know. So it's got a little bucket handle. Sounds like something I could pull off. And they're going um, or suck off, depending if you're behind the. <laughs> Again, I'm not going to the same festivals as you. <laughs> a bucket's a bucket where I'm going. It'll give you a blueprint for a little arm with a little servo. So okay. you're like, oh, okay, I'll do this. I'll add this to my little rover, and I'll pick up this bucket, and I'll take take it over here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then it'll be like, okay, now you got to pick up this box but we're not going to give you anything else. And so you've got to figure out how to pick up that box that has less obvious handles just with the servo arm. And so if you can manage that, it's very physics-based. You know, it's wedging this under here. And, and what you can do as well is take every piece of this off and reassemble it. Right. So you can try and figure out how to get that servo arm to maybe come in from, you know, flat and then lift up. So it's more like, you know, get a box, bit of leverage. And then when you've managed to deliver that box, it'll be like, okay, now we're going to give you the box lifting blueprint. Okay. This sounds like sort of similar stuff to what you liked about, what was that astronaut game? Where you were flying around physics-y stuff in space. Oh, Heavenly Bodies. Heavenly Bodies. Similar sort of philosophy of like, well, you just got to figure this out. And um, once you do, you're like, oh, of course. I I should have built it using this, this, and this. Um, But yeah, like it's basically like giving you the task of figuring this out with limited resources. And then if you do, they're like... Well, from now on, you'll always be going to be able to pick up a box. But now you got to, you know, 
whatever. Right. You got to pick up a girder and f- put it in the delivery point vertically. So like, how the fuck do you do that? So it's yeah, that's basically what the game appears to be. It is cool. solving these physics puzzles using a sort of yeah, a little Lego Mars rover thing. That's sick. It that sounds fun. Ran fluidly, like great, like sixty you know frames per second. And mm-hmm. It just looked really cool. It's that exact visual style, which I guess is now in in trend. Yeah, it's like a, a thin cell shading. Yeah. Version. What was that called again? Mars First Logistics. Okay. So that's good. Um, all of these games are coming out like within the next year or are already out. Right. Um, right. By the sounds of things. Um, I played a game that you guys might like. Again, it's very much in the 64 era graphic style. It's called Agent 64. That sounded like you were setting us up. A game that you guys might <laughs> yeah. like. Dumb cunt simulator. <laughs> yeah, big fuckhead simulator. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's called Agent 64 and it's basically okay. GoldenEye, okay. but made by someone else with different levels and different... It's Yeah, it's just fully inspired by that. It is like, um, you know, I'm, I was using mouse and keyboard, but you're basically walking around and shooting flat you just into people near you. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you can right click and move your pointer, but it's like, you know, it is more like moving, you know, the, the crosshairs using yeah. the, yep. the, uh, even the, the C buttons. Even the weapons look similar to the designs of like Golden Eye Perfect Dark right. weapons. Yeah, look at this. And uh, from, yeah, what I played, you can choose your order of difficulty basically is. Um, or your level of difficulty gives you different amounts of ch- uh, challenges for that level. Yeah, mm-hmm. that so was what those games did as well. Right. Um, and it's really fun. I never really got into GoldenEye uh, single player because I never had a 64. Right. But this was really, really enjoyable. Like, it's still... It looks cool. I think people people call them, like, boomer shooters. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just that era of, like, like Doom and stuff like that, where yeah. it's like... Um, you'll automatically aim at someone on the stairs if you're sort of pointing towards them. It's that exact gameplay style. Yeah, great. Yeah, this looks cool. But I much preferred the way that the visuals worked in this um, mm. to to Ten Dead Doves. Well, this is like chucking in, you know, relatively modern looking lighting on yes. top of it. Yes, and like is evocative in a more interesting way than Ten Dead Doves. I had a look at that before, and it looks a lot more recent than I thought it would. Like oh, I yeah. thought it'd be very. Like alone in the dark polygonal, like that was like just flat shaded and whatever, and it looks more like kind of knockoff PS2. Yeah, probably. Sort of thing. Yeah, so that that yeah isn't as appealing of an aesthetic from the screenshots of that one compared to Agent Sixty Four Spies Never Die. <laughs> yes, <laughs> so it's fully a Golden Eye ripoff. Yeah, but it was really really fun. I, it it played gr- like really well on PC. Okay, so if you want to play Golden Eye but you want new levels, I guess basically give it a crack. Sure. Um, so that was a little tick from me. I played uh, another game called Serial Cleaners. I believe this is out. Okay. Yeah. I've heard about this. Have you? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, you want to you wanna expand? I think, it, I think it's out. I feel like I've seen it on the <laughs> store. I've seen someone talk about it in our Discord or Facebook group okay. maybe. Okay. Um, it's a sequel to Serial Cleaner. It's made by, I think, Draw Distance is their name. And uh, it's a stealth game. But the, the, the goal is to clean up a crime scene. Right. So you work for the mob. You're a mob cleaner. You're Mr. Wolf right. from, pi- from Pipe pub Fiction. Pipe, pipe Fiction. Yeah. Um, and uh, the framing is like you're, you're all really, you know, like uh, veterans of the game. And you're sitting around a table and you're like, hey, you remember that job where you had to blah, 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 blah. And it's a little flashback. Okay. Um, 
and it's like a isometric viewpoint. Okay. And you come in and there's like one or two cops in the level and they're kind of on their little rot- rotation. They're not like coming in and being like, where are you? Where are you? They're sort of like <laughs> just protecting the crime scene. If I were a cop at a crime scene where I didn't think there was anyone there, I'd be running around, jumping in every door. Going, where, are yeah, yeah. where are you? Where are you? <laughs> well, it's weird that it's like not just the door is locked. Like, I guess there's, so. There's cops there, basically. I guess I've never seen a crime scene. And you'll never get out of me whether or not I have. Mm. I'm moving a dubbo after I do, though. Yeah, I think we're in a crime scene, Tommy. <laughs> yeah. Be very careful. But, uh, yeah, so you show up and the goal is to vacuum away all the blood. Right. Which is just like hold down space or whatever. Um, pick up bodies and you got to like wrap <laughs> them up and then carry them to the like dumpster chute. That's a cool like thief house flipper. Like, yeah. Yes. Yeah, combo. Yeah. It's exactly it's exactly that. And yeah. like the pick vacuum up evidence. for blood. Yeah. A bit gross, but I yeah, guess it would be a lot of Dyson blood. Out. Yeah, I don't know. I think a mop to begin with. No, no vacuum first, then mop last. Yeah. Because you want to get the thick, and it wouldn't, it'd be like an industrial vacuum. Yeah, yeah like a steam cleaner vacuum. One or of those whatever, yeah. Yeah. big ones with a big tube. Yeah. Mm. It's one of those ones with a big tube. You know. Yeah. So it's that. And, um, and all the while, yeah, the cops are running around. You often will have to find a key to open a door to, you know, go through here. And you're like crouching under bits where. You can crouch through it, but you can't carry a body through it. So, you know, ah. it's it's really well designed. And it, mm-hmm. yeah, it is like a little thief, you know, self-contained level, but isometric. And um, it plays fantastically. It, the, cool. I, the, the, the idea is great and they've nailed it. You know, like it's it's not more than that. It's not the story's whatever, but aesthetically it's cool. It's a bit sort of like 90s grimy and... Yeah, I really liked it. A cool. game that does its one thing well for four hours right. is oh. so fucking good. Yeah. I talked about Freshly Frosted. That was like just a yes. little puzzle game with the donuts that I liked recently that is of a yeah. similar type of... What was that one called again? That was called Cereal Cleaners. Cereal Cleaners. One yeah. thing, yeah, one thing good for four hours. It's better than my approach. Do one thing badly for three and a half minutes. <laughs> Oh, this guy's hey, been to yeah. festivals oh, before. Okay. Oh, oh, oh. Hey, hey. we got a crime scene here. This guy's killing. All hey. right. Oh. 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 This is the ghost of Rodney Dead. Well, it's October. Oh. We're getting spooky. Um, and another <laughs> one I really... No corporeal form. Oh. Hey. Oh. Hey. Let's go. <laughs> um, oh, yes. Um, the Rodneys. Uh, Slay the Princess was probably the most interesting one that I played. I've heard of this one. It uh, it gives you like fucking 10 minutes of gameplay in the demo. Okay. okay. But it makes sense because the whole hook of it is um, uh, your, I guess it's like a point and click, but it's, it's a visual novel, I guess. Mm-hmm. It starts right. and it's like, I'm the narrator and I'm telling you that you have to slay the princess. Okay. You don't. It usually you'd want to save the princess, but in this story, you have to slay the princess. Now be careful. She'll try and convince you not to slay her, but oh. your goal is to slay the princess. Right. And so you'll be like, okay, and you can ask questions, and it's a little bit like Disco Elysium of like, you can fuck around with the narrator, and you're talking, you know, you're trying to figure things out, and be like, do I really have to? Explain to me why. Okay. Do you have the option of just straight away going, slay? Uh, yes. Yeah. You can be like, okay, I'm going to slay the princess. And then you go to like the next screen where it's like, here's the shack where the princess is. Do you want to go in the door and slay the princess? And you can be like, tell me more about why I have to do this. Or, you know, uh, I don't think I want to. Or you can just be like, go in the door. Yep. And there'll be a dagger on the table. And you're like, 
and then this gets to like, okay, so you can go into the basement, but do you want to take the dagger first or do you want to not take the dagger and go into the basement where the princess is, where you have to slay her? Mm. So it's like, I, I did the first playthrough was like, yeah, I'm just going to take the dagger and go down and slay the princess. So you take the dagger and you go down and she's there, looks like a normal princess. And you're like, all right, I'm going to slay you. And she's like, no, come on. What do you, you don't have to slay me. We can talk about this. And then I think I did a bit of like, well, I am going to slay you rather than just being like stab. You know, I was like, right. well, okay, but I am here to slay you. So I am going to, you know, and so you have a bit of a dialogue and then you try and slay her and then something happens and then you go back to the start. Okay. okay. And you're like, the narrator is like, now in this story, you're going to, and so, you know, the narrator hasn't really clocked on that you've done a loop and then you'll have another voice in your head that's like, Oh, oh! Do, I, do we have to go through this all again? And so you start getting these other right, sort right. of perspectives. And the second time you get to the princess, she's a bit different. And that's about where I got up to. Okay. But it sounds like it's introducing these, yeah, multiple choice, choose your own sort of adventure things with the closed loop that's fucking with you at the same time. Mm-hmm. And yeah, I, I want to play it. I don't think that is out at the moment. I think I just wish listed yeah, it. Yeah, I don't. It doesn't look like it is. Agent 64 wasn't either. Right, right. It's a shame. But um, yeah, this one really grabbed me. I was like, oh, okay. Because, you know, I like this. Yeah. We've had these time loop games a lot recently. Yeah. 2023. Yeah. Um, and we've had like the Stanley Parable and shit where it's about, you know, um, it's a metatextual thing of being in a game. Yeah. Inscription was kind of Inscription. Well. Yeah. So it's... um. It's very simplistic, like it's just sort of black and white pencil drawings and, and all of that, but I think it's really clever. Cool. You know, I think it's really smart and I, I want to see if I can slay the princess. All okay. Right. All cool. Right. Yeah. Um, oh, and I finished Super Mario World, Super Mikey World slash Super, Super Mario, Mario 5. 5. Yeah. Yep. Uh, it's fucking awesome. It's the best 2D Mario game since... I should get in on that. World. Yeah. yeah. I, it only took me a few days. Um, it's It's... Very classic structure. Yeah. It's got a few less levels per world than, uh, you know, a Super Mario World or something like that. But yeah, it's still, is it still, I think it's 40 levels total, right? So it's like yeah. five yeah. per world. And he, there's yep. like branching paths. So you can, yeah, make that's it to true. The, I think I'm up to world four. Right. Now? Yeah. But yeah, it's fucking awesome. Like it's so creative. It really, it's not. It doesn't try and trick you in the way that a lot of Mario Maker levels do. Going back to Mario Maker One for a little bit <coughs> and seeing some hey, of the stuff. Hey, that's it's okay. Up there, it's alright. <laughs> was like really like oh, I forgot how some of these were just the worst fucking shit you've ever seen. In but even yeah. like the good ones that you would see on there or shared online, it was never that satisfying to me to just play a level and then be done with yes. it. This is right. like you're you just load this up and you're you're just playing a game. You're playing yes. like a full suite of levels that all connect and. All are of sort of the same quality. Yeah. Um, annoyingly, the kind of the only things I've been playing in the last two weeks are the new games that have been coming out on the play date. Oh, which, yeah. Um, right. I am having a great time with and I don't really, I mean, yeah, I don't want to spoil them for you guys when you get yours and the listener. Yeah, well. yeah. Um, and also there's not, you know, it's kind of, there's nothing to really recommend because you're getting one or you're not. Wrap Whoa. your eyes around oh, that email there, we there go. Look at that. It's on the way, baby. It says November second or something. Is okay. When All right. Nice. So uh, we'll be able to talk some playdate then, yeah. maybe a little bit. Do yeah. Playdate corner. Let Ben. Yeah. Go off into the other corner. <laughs> yeah, I'll do, yeah, I'll do that. I'm um, four. I just got yeah week four's games uh, this Monday, and yeah, they've all been great so far. Fuck yeah. Um, 
yeah, such a good mix of like there was like a match three, like a puzzle game the other day that a lot of people uh, kind of say is like their highlight of the season. Okay. It's really great, like really great replayability to it. Uh, there was one this week that uses the crank in a really, really cool way. Um, yeah, still having a great, still having a great time with it. And yeah. like, just the method of delivery of like getting to Monday yeah. afternoon and being like, oh yeah, there'll be, yeah, there'll be two new games on there. Awesome. Yeah, I'm pumped. Uh, yeah, mine is early 2023. So yeah. we'll see. Yeah. We'll see if that is true. I think <laughs> they've shifted some, cause how recently did you order it? Oh, like a month ago. Or right. Yeah. You might've shifted back to like mid, cause the one that was meant to be late 2022 shifted recently back to like early 2023 okay so yours might be further away it you know they said something recently about replacing we might have talked about this replacing some components in there with more readily available ones yeah right to try and speed up a bit of production so maybe it won't be that bad yeah yeah we'll see there's a ton of fucking games to play in the meantime anyway yes you'll be fine in the next week i want to play that scorn game yeah that looks great by next week that was a sort of geiger looking hr oh yeah yeah yeah. geiger Looking uh, alieny kind of one. Giga, I think. Giga, well, terror these days. Mm-hmm. Uh, Plague Tale Requiem actually. is out soon. Oh, I didn't sure. Love the first one of that, but I'm interested to see if maybe this one is a little better or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Maybe. Other people did like it though, so yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe they'll stick to their formula. I'm not sure. I might give that that first one another little chance over the next week or so as well. Yeah, yeah. But then we're coming up to Mario Rabbids. We're Thursday, coming right? up uh, Thursday the twentieth. That's Thursday. Shit. The following Friday, we Shit. got uh, Bayonetta. Yeah. Uh, the Modern Warfare campaign unlocks early if you pre-order it, so I might do that and, and talk about that. Mm-hmm. Yep. Bayonetta's out soon. God of War is like the 9th of November. Oof. Bitch, we talking games. Bitch, we, we games. be talking games. We're at a festival, just copping it from all sides. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Well, let's leave it there for this week. Thanks, guys, for listening. Filthycasuals.com.au for the links to everything that we do. We've got the Patreon. Everything that we do. Everything that we do. Every little. We got the Patreon. Uh, get on there. You can get a bonus episode every week where we talk about movies and uh, pop culture and just anything that we like that's not video games. Yes. Um, we've also got the YouTube videos. We just finished our playthrough of the Quarry. We've just started uh, L.A. Noir, and yeah. we also put up lots of little one-off videos as well. So there's heaps of stuff on there, all sorts of different games. Go and check all those videos out. Give them a like and subscribe and all that stuff yeah. if you enjoy them. We'd love to get more eyes on the videos. If mm. you like the show, you'll you'll like that. Um, and, uh, yeah, guys, we're going to leave it there. Thank you very much for listening. And as we say here at the end of every episode of Filthy Casuals, uh, so what? I'm just a tomb chrome. I'm feeling preem. Yeah, that's <laughs> cyberpunk. Yeah, okay. All right. I got it in the wrong key straight away first, and I fucking freak myself out. And but whatever. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Mm. Mm. 